Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about, mm, I want to talk about, I'll think about it. I want to really dig into that. Now, in my past podcast, I've discussed how do you handle the objection, I'll think about it. But in this podcast, I want to take a step back. I want to understand, and I want to share this with you because I want you to understand what triggers the I'll think about it response. Why do people say I'll think about it? Now, there are legitimate responses as to why someone says I'll think about it. For example, if you need to make a decision, but you need to talk to your spouse, that is a legitimate reason of why you need to think about it or why the customer needs to think about it. I believe that is a legitimate reason. Now, another reason may be is that the person needs to reassess their priorities or their goals. For example, you're offering them something to buy, but they also have other things to consider in terms of which to buy first. So they need to reassess their priority or goals. Now, our job as salespeople, obviously, is to move ours to the top of the priority stack, but nonetheless, that is also a legitimate reason to think about it. So talking to your spouse, having to reassess your priorities and goals before you make a buying decision, these are legitimate reasons. Now, we as salespeople will try to overcome those, but nonetheless, they're legitimate. The one that is suspect is when someone says to me, well, Victor, you know what? I, I need to do more research. I really need to find out more. Maybe I should just look at you know, what other companies are offering, Victor. Uh, I, I simply need to do more research. Now, when I hear that, that tells me that there exists, listen carefully to the following phrase, information asymmetry. Yes, I've just run into what is known as information asymmetry, a phrase that was coined by James Grunig when he talked about persuasion in public relations. Now, what is information asymmetry? Think of a computer. When you type in www.victorantonio.com, that is a piece of information you're sending up to the cloud, to the internet. The internet responds by downloading my webpage. When you go order a movie, you may type in the address of a movie, like on YouTube, right? You'll type in that address. That is a small piece of information you sent up to the internet. The internet responds by sending you a big piece of data called a movie. That is information asymmetry in the technology world. You send up a small piece of information, it sends down a big chunk of information. Now, what does this have to do with selling? Well, too often when we're talking to a client, there exists information asymmetry, where you, the seller, know a lot, but the buyer knows a little. Let me say that again. Information asymmetry exists when you, the seller, knows a lot about the product, the feature, benefits, advantages, gains of the product, and you're trying to explain it to a customer, and the customer is having a hard time absorbing this information, and they don't have the same level of information that you have. That is information asymmetry. And when a customer feels like they don't know enough to make a buying decision, they'll say, I'll think about it. Now, this is a natural response. So what is our job? Our job is to move away from information asymmetry and move towards information symmetry, also known as information parity. But information symmetry, it is when you deliver to your customer enough information to get them to make a buying decision. Again, think about it this way. 
Think about you towering over the customer at six feet tall and the customer is only three feet tall. I know, it's an exaggeration, but work with me on this visual. Six feet represents how much information you have. The three feet for the customer side represents how much information they have. Can you see the visual asymmetry there? Now, it's gonna be hard for us to get the customer from three to six, maybe, because they simply won't understand all of it. But what if we come down to three feet with them? In other words, what if, what if we simplified how we explain things to a customer so that they get it? In other words, how do we move from information asymmetry where we understand more than the customer and what we need to do is make sure that the customer understands just enough to make a buying decision. So listen to this phrase, it's a good phrase. Eye level is buy level. Let me say that again, eye level is buy level. When you can simplify, simplify, simplify your information to the point where the customer simply gets it and you create this information symmetry, that's the win-win. That's when you reach the point where the customer won't wanna do more research. When they get it, they'll feel more comfortable making a buying decision. Look, in real estate, it's all about location, location, location to be successful. In selling, when it comes to talking to the customer, having those sales conversations or sales presentations, it's all about simplify, 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 especially if you're selling a complex products, complex product rather. Look, we've all been in that situation. I mean, I've talked to financial advisors. Has this ever happened to you? You're talking to the financial advisor about buying insurance policies, right? Different types. And they start throwing all these new terms at you and your brain is just trying to keep up with what they're saying and what they mean. Then on top of that, they throw out these acronyms, right? You know, APR, TOC, BE, all that other stuff, and your brain is just screaming. And then they say, well, here are the different options and you're expected to choose. Well, that's where buyer's remorse kicks in because you'd rather not make a decision than regret making a decision because of information asymmetry. You see how the two work hand in hand? Buyer's remorse kicks in when you simply do not understand, when there exists information asymmetry or at least perceived asymmetry. So how do we reach symmetry? Well, let's get back to the basics again. Eye level is buy level. What do I mean by that? Instead of talking down to your client, let's get down there with the customer and explain it to them in such a way that they simply get it. Simplify, simplify, simplify. How do you do that? Step number one, use common language. Really check yourself on the language you use when you're talking to your customers. Are you using too many technical terms? Are you using too many acronyms? When you do this, you simply create a gap, the information asymmetry gap between you and your customer. And because the customer doesn't really understand everything you're saying, there's that uneasy feeling that maybe they shouldn't make a buying decision. Second, use analogies or examples. Just like I use the computer example to explain to you information asymmetry, sometimes what you need to do is use analogies and examples to explain to your customer what's really going on. Third, use visuals, drawings, or maybe even demo, do the how-tos. In other words, 
by using visuals or drawings, like drawing it out for the customer, you know, laying it out, giving them a visual representation of what's going on, again, you reduce that information asymmetry and the customer begins to get it. When the customer gets it, you're moving towards from information asymmetry towards information symmetry, which is what you really want. So three things you need to do. Eye level is buy level. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Three ways. One, use common language, avoid the tech talk. Two, use more analogies or examples. Three, use visuals, drawings, or maybe even do a how-to demo to make the customer feel comfortable. Show them how it's gonna work. Show them how it's gonna look, and they'll feel comfortable. Do these three things, and you'll move from information asymmetry towards information symmetry where the customer gets it. But at the end of the day, the secret weapon still comes down to one thing, trust. That is the secret weapon. That is your defense against information asymmetry. Because the reality is this, your customer is not always gonna understand everything. That's a utopia, a Shangri-La, it doesn't work. Sometimes your customers simply will not understand it all, but they just need to understand enough. So if they only understand enough, but not all of it, what's the gap filler? Trust. Because if you can build enough trust between you and your customer, you will overcome that information asymmetry. Look, I've had customers say this to me, Victor, I'm not sure I understand it all or everything that you're telling me. But if you say I need it, then I'm just gonna go ahead and make that buying decision because I trust you. This is why trust is important. Trust is the gap filler when there still exists some information asymmetry. So keep this in mind when you're selling in the future. Remember, eye level is buy level. Information asymmetry, we move towards information symmetry. And again, it's all about gaining the customer's trust. Again, thank you very much for listening to this podcast, the Sales Influence Podcast. Let me know what you think. Gotten great response from you guys on uh, YouTube. You've left me great res- left me great responses. I think I got some Twitter stuff. Uh, again, go to iTunes or Stitcher, leave some ratings. You know, help me out there so more people can actually listen to this podcast. Second, don't forget to check out my website, SeminarsOnSelling.com, for some great sales training programs. And last but not least, this is Victor Antonio thanking you for listening to the Sales Influence Podcast and reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.